0: sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction family under construction career under construction relationships under construction emotions i know mine live under construction finances under construction we might as well be under construction, construction together Welcome to Under Construction with your girl, Tamar Braxton. Ooh, y'all. Yeah. I'm so excited about today's episode because I'm doing something I haven't done since our very first episode. Y'all ready? Okay. Y'all about to have a whole show featuring your girl, Ho Yup, yup. It's Tamar. <laughs> yes, a whole hour full of nobody but your girl, Tay-Tay. And as many of you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I figured this is the perfect time for me to have an accountability check-in with you all. Now, we're going to get into that a little bit later in the show during the Blueprint featuring me. So before we get too ahead of ourselves, I want to share some mental health statistics with you. And I want you all to understand this, okay? I'm not just throwing out numbers at y'all, all right? I really want to educate as many people as possible about just how prevalent mental illness is, even in the black community. All right, so let's just be less quick to judge and more prone to being understanding, okay? All right now, everybody, here's the mental health statistic of the week. 50% of all lifetime mental illness begins by age 14 and 75% by age 24. So if your child is displaying signs that something might be wrong, something a little bit off, don't get embarrassed and please don't wait. There's nothing wrong with taking your child in for a professional evaluation. I did it. All right, I got my child in a professional evaluation, all right? And I believe that we should equip ourselves with the necessary tools to ensure that we have the necessary resources to live happy and productive lives. I mean, that's what's important in the end, right? Well, to gain more information about mental illness, please visit the National Alliance on Mental Illness at nami.org, okay? All right y'all, it's time for this week's affirmation. Woo! My favorite part of the show. All right. Everybody ready? Here we go. Fears may cause you to proceed with caution. However, they should never stop you. I hope you caught that one (laughs) because that thing says fears, baby, may cause you to proceed with caution. (laughs) However, it should never stop you. (laughs) Now, that's a word. Now, let's be honest, y'all. Fear is a natural emotion, one which I'm sure we've all come face-to-face with at some point in our lives. I know I do every single day. However, it should never stop you from pursuing your passion or walking in your purpose. Can I get an A to the mend? <laughs> a to the end. Yes. Today on Tamar Takes, we're talking Memorial Day. All right, everybody knows that Memorial Day is observed the last Monday of May one of my favorite hot dog days, okay? However, what I recently learned is there are a number of people who celebrate the holiday but don't actually know why Memorial Day is considered a U.S. national holiday. Don't be ashamed, I'm finna school you, all right? So before I proceed to share, I wanna know how many of you actually know the meaning behind Memorial Day, okay? All right? All right, I see you. (laughs) Okay, so for those who usually pull out the grill for a family barbecue or take the kids to the pool to celebrate Memorial Day, Memorial Day actually honors men and women who died while serving in the U.S. military. Now, for those of you who were like, oh, I knew that. Durr, dur, who don't know that? (laughs) Well, did you ever add a commemorative element into your Memorial Day festivities? Now, for those of us who honestly never take the time to do anything symbolic to the day, here are a few quick suggestions of things you can do. Y'all watch the Memorial Day concert. It airs every year on PBS the day before the holiday. So this year, you can tune in on Sunday, May 30th at 8 p.m. on PBS. All right, here's another one. You can write a handwritten note to an active American soldier or veteran. You can then drop it off at any million thanks to ensure a speedy delivery to a real soldier. Oh, yeah, that's good. There's a website, and it's a millionthanks.org. All together, a org. Okay, well, if you're not interested in doing anything too labor intensive, we can all guess what, y'all? Take a quick moment of silence. Yep, that's right. The National Moment of Remembrance hosts a national moment of silence at 3 p.m. local time on Memorial Day. Guess what, everybody? It's only 60 seconds of silence. You got a minute in you. okay? (laughs) I believe the sacrifice is definitely worth that. All right, everybody, I hope you actually consider doing one or a few of my suggestions. And I think it could be a lot of fun for the entire family, because guess what, y'all? If we haven't learned anything over the past 400 days, y'all, it's that tomorrow is not promised to any of us so check this out let's just enjoy recognize and celebrate those who are here and those who are no longer with us okay now y'all know nothing i said is etched in stone because it's only tamar takes ah. all right i'm gonna keep it a thou, thou. hey baby it is all me all right everybody it's time to tap into that keep it a thousand thou inbox and pull out a few questions for your girl now let's see what we got today Hey, Tamar, I know you had a lot of fun doing to catch a beautician. Are you and Johnny going to do a second season? It was very entertaining. Well, I'm not allowed to say. (laughs) I am not allowed to confirm or deny, okay? But I just would like to say that I absolutely love Viacom. VH1 has been amazing to me. I love Johnny and the show to catch a beautician. And it's all about hair. And y'all know I'm all about that life. All right, and that's all I'm going to say about that. All right, question number two. Hey, Tay. So, I was wondering, what are your thoughts about the mass restrictions being lifted when none of the vaccines are actually 100% effective? Like, none of them. Baby, you know, it's so hard for me to talk about vaccines because, phew, Lord God. (laughs) I, I don't know nothing about what's going on. All I know is I've been... I did what I was asked to do. (laughs) And I'm going to leave that right there on that table, okay? Now, y'all so amazing, and I swear I love all the questions y'all pose because some of these things really make me think. So I really appreciate y'all, and I truly hope that you find my answers beneficial and applicable for you. Okay? Now if you have a question that you would like for me to answer, just shoot your girl a note at UCWithTamar at gmail.com. That's the letters you see with Tamar at gmail.com. Now y'all know I don't have all the answers, but you can always keep it on your girl to keep it a foul foul. Up next, we're going into the blueprint. This this is a blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. All right, y'all. This week's episode marks exactly 25 shows from our very first episode. Now, if y'all remember, we had a one on one dialogue about who I am, what I represent and what I've been through. And now that we are over six months, can you believe that six months into the under construction journey? I figured it was time for me to sit down and give you all an update, because when you're like me and you're under construction, accountability, (sighs) y'all, is so important. Okay, and what better accountability partners do I have besides my Tay Martians and my new UC family? Well, since y'all are the designated accountability partners, it's check in time with Tay Tay. So I want to start off by talking about my pillars. So listen, six months ago, y'all, I was like real knee deep. Into therapy, like I was having therapy sessions every single day. And since then, I've changed therapists, and I've also, you know, I've gotten further along in my recovery, and you know, made it more of a lifestyle type therapy, more than a nine one one. Uh oh, what had happened? Ooh, girl, you need help. Let's work on this. <laughs> and those of you in therapy know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so listen. I believe in, you know, having the right therapist for what you need your therapist for. Now, I think it's okay to change your therapist, you know, when you start to elevate and start to move past certain issues, right? So that's what I did. You know, it's no harm loss. It's not, it's not like breaking up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It's just, you know, you have graduated into another chapter of your therapy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Right, so something that I did take with me that she was so amazing about is my pillars. I started off with making sure that I checked off my boxes every single day. What am I putting into my family? My family is Logan and myself. Okay. And it was very important for me to make sure I check in with my family every single day that I have that one-on-one time with me and Logan just to see how he's doing mentally. And I wanted him to know how I was doing mentally. If he ain't listening, that's going to drive me crazy. So then therefore I'm going to need you to listen. So I won't be, you know, popping off and you don't think I'm just yelling at you. See what I'm saying? See how that works? See, look at God. See see what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay. That's pretty normal stuff. Right. Okay. And also my health at first, you know, guys, remember, I told you that I lost 50 pounds. I wasn't paying attention to my health. You know, I had a lot of built up anxiety and I was eating a lot. And, you know, I found myself like trying to release my anxiety by chewing all the time. It didn't matter what it was. I just had to chew all the time. And since then, you know, I, I've gotten back into my exercise and started paying attention to the things that I was eating that wasn't so healthy. You know, I've recently become a vegan and then I'm not a vegan and I'm back to being a vegan again. <laughs> you know, you got to find your balance. You got to find out what works for you. That's okay if you flip flop and go back and forth as long as you stick with something that works, right? So yeah, those are the two pillars for me. That I find the most important. Oh, there's the third one, y'all, and it's my faith. Now, I'm not even gonna lie. You know how, like, you'd be like, oh my God, like, I never thought that I would be one of those Lord, Lord, Lord people. Well, I'm one of them Lord, Lord, Lord people because that's the only thing that works for me, okay? (laughs) Like, for real, like, God is in everything because He is in everything. And the second that I started to acknowledge that He is a part of everything is when, you know, things started getting so much lighter for me you know what i'm saying so i don't know for me faith is the big one guys you know faith is the start of my day and the ending of my night and sometimes if you catch me on one of these days i mean depending on how happy or how sad i am he all through my day like, oh lord why oh lord yes god oh lord i don't know oh there yeah. all day that's me <laughs> this is my accountability check-in with my uc family we'll be right back after this quick break We're back into the blueprint, learning about my under construction journey. One of the things that I started doing now that I'm with, you know, my current therapist is I had a hard time, guys, celebrating my wins. I don't care how big, how small. I just had a hard time acknowledging the things that I was proud of, whether it be the milestones of, oh, I've completed six months of therapy. Y'all, that, y'all, that's huge, (laughs) six months consecutively, y'all, that is a huge milestone. That means what, who you putting in the work, okay? And I'm really proud of that. And so I started a wall of wins. And I'm telling you from two pounds to 10 pounds or 20 pounds, I have something that says, what was, was. And one day the Holy Spirit put that over my life. What was, what I'm about to shout on myself, like, that is a win. That meant that I left the past in the past, y'all. And that was something that was really hard for me, right? So every win that I encounter, I get me a Post-it and I stick it on my wall of wins. How did I find my new therapist? It's so funny, guys. I don't know if you ever um, experienced this, but it seems like when you're going through something or when you're doing the work, and working on yourself, it's like, things are falling in your lap. Like I wasn't like diligently looking for another therapist. She just popped up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she popped up at the right time. And that's why I'm saying like, y'all, I never been one of them Lord, Lord, Lord girls. Right. But I'm a Lord, Lord, Lord girl because God just dropped her off in my lap. You know what I'm saying? And she's so amazing. And I think that from where I was, I wasn't ready to be with somebody like her because she is intense, but she's more like life driven intense. Like what are you doing from now on? (laughs) Okay. How are we going to continue this? This is something you have to do for the rest of your life. It is what it is. So how are we going to go about making sure that I can continue to give you the tools that you need on your everyday adventures. So I think there's, I think I said this before, there are levels, you know, of, of your therapy. You know, there's, there's a point where you really, really need therapy all the time, you know, or you maybe need to be institutionalized, whatever it is. You know what I mean? then there's times where you need the therapy once a month, once a week, twice a week, you know, only, you know, where you are and guess whose business it is only yours (laughs) from where you are y'all it's only your business so you just make sure you get the therapy and the help that you need that works for only you okay what have I learned I don't know. You know, I think the biggest thing that I've learned from the Under Construction podcast, I don't know, because each episode teaches me something new. You know what I mean? Each conversation enlightens my thought process on whatever topic that we're talking about. Like, it's so crazy. Like, I remember Kelly Rowland and I was talking about feeling like we are worthy to have a successful relationship and to be with somebody, you know, who loves us and cherishes us and not really actually having that before, but really wanting that. And when it comes, how do we deal with that when we don't feel worthy of it?
1: Marriage is the hardest thing that I've ever done. And it is also at the same time, the most rewarding, but like Tim is a good, he's a good dude. And He's patient with me, and I'm patient with him, and we're patient with each other, and we just try to figure it out, you know?
0: Yeah, I think the right one will go at your tempo. You yeah. don't have to figure it out; it'll just happen. You know what I'm saying? The right one, I said, ladies. The right one. <laughs> you got okay. the right one, bang bang. Yeah, <laughs> got that. Okay, but I mean, because you said he's such a great guy, and he is. I've met him several times, and he's so sweet. And you're right; mm. he's real patient. I could tell him in his energy, in his spirit. Yes. He's really, yes. really humble and really amazing. Yeah. How long did it take you to figure that out? That he is. This is it. I almost
1: lost him. I almost lost him. Oh, tell um, me about
0: that.
1: <laughs> I, I, I almost <laughs> lost him. Like you know, just not understanding, you know how how good the gift was from him, and that is patience, and that is you know he just wanted me to be happy, and I was looking for all the drama. I was <laughs> genuinely looking for the drama, and there was no drama. And I remember this this one scene from Sex in the City. <laughs> where Carrie says um, she kept waking up in the middle of the night and she was like you know it's it's making me nervous it's smooth sailing there's no
0: problems right and I'm so used to drama <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, because we waiting for the shoe to drop. Like, this is too perfect. This is too amazing. And when we've been through so much trauma in relationships, it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. where's the traumatic part? Where's that part? Because that's the part that I'm used to. What's going on? And the truth is, is we deserve the smooth sailing. Come on, somebody. I'm about to throw my microphone because, like, you preaching this morning.
1: We deserve the smooth sailing. And we, we don't even give ourselves enough grace for smooth sailing. That's the real truth. Like I, I didn't give myself grace for smooth sailing at all, and like I said, I almost lost him. And you know, he is, yeah. That's that's my nigga for life,
0: <laughs> right, right. Period. But 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 yeah. when you almost lost him, what was that moment when you was like, okay, hold on, let me get my life together?
1: Because yeah, yeah, I literally talked to. My mama T about it, Yeah, you know, and she was just like, she said the same thing. She was like, baby, but you deserve a good guy. Like, why wouldn't you deserve a good guy? And so, you know, she just broke it down for me and I've been good ever
0: since. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, I've been good ever since. I've been good ever since. (laughs) I'm trying to get to the good part. I feel like I know that I fucked up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. I was always looking for the drama. Because the shoe didn't drop, I dropped the shoe every time. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And yes. looking back on it, you you see, no, the person wasn't perfect, but it's like, you see the patience. You see the kindness. You see the understanding. You, you see everything that you wanted to see in 1 Corinthians. And that's why you say yes in the first place. But yeah. you know, if you're not in a place with anything to receive, you're not mm. going to.
1: Ooh, oh, well, come on. I feel like that deserves an actual offering bucket.
0: (laughs) But it's just the truth. It's It's so true. true. It's It's so true. true. Like that conversation for me, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Whoa, I'm not alone, you know? Just because you haven't had something doesn't mean you're not worthy to have it. (laughs) That's a word. And Monique. Who was my very first guest I think what I learned from her was Accountability is key I remember when she told me that I should call the certain person that I have not called and will not call Uh, I still Walked away from that Interview Feeling accountable for the things that I contribute In what she was talking about what if you're the woman and you say, you know what? I fucked up. I'm sorry. I, you know, I did way too much and I hurt you and I, I didn't consider you and mm-hmm. things like that. Do you believe that um, it's an expiration date on a relationship? Do you believe that sometimes you find out that it's you too late? Oh, yeah. I mean, I believe that I believe you can find out too late, but I believe you can also find out right on time. Come you know, on. it. it, it there's on. no... There's no formula to it. And the only way you find out is when you say, Hey, I messed up.
1: Yeah.
0: And let me tell you how I messed up. And if there's any chance of you and I, I would like to show you in my actions who I'm trying to become. What you say. Then they might say, get your crazy ass on out of here. You done messed my car bitch. You done called my mother out of name. My children don't like you, bitch. It is too late. And then he might say, you know what? I was just waiting for you. Wow. You don't know until you try. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm not going to talk about that situation no more. (laughs) And also... Talking to Taraji I re- and Tracy, I remember, you know, like feeling like I was the only one who needed to come to terms with the fact that I have had a mental breakdown. No, it's not just me. It is so many others and so many other people who don't feel like they have anybody who understands and who cares and who wants to hear your story and want to help you you know from where you are it freed me because i was keeping it to myself that you was in a household suffering from depression and anxiety and feeling like the walls are closing in questioning mortality some days yeah, you yeah. know and for so long you deal with it you deal with it you deal with you push through <laughs> until you can't yeah and so when i couldn't i found it more and more difficult to deal with things i had to turn somewhere and i wasn't afraid to turn to therapy but the problem again was finding someone culturally competent yeah yeah you want to speak on it
2: it's <laughs> everything you said and adding to that just making sure that people felt safe and comfortable enough to step up yeah. to the plate finding a therapist and being willing to admit that you need support are two different things So we wanted to make sure that there was an avenue and that people felt like, you know, they knew somebody. They know Taraji. You know, there are other voices in the space that are also coming out now, which is beautiful. And we are seeing, you know, a lot of people reaching out now through our foundation.
0: Y'all can't see Tracy, but she's getting emotional. Why are you getting so emotional? What's happening? I stay emotional. (laughs) (laughs) This is
2: not just a moment. Got it, got Uh, it. This is a moment that I allowed
0: Right, of course, but
2: but they're tools when when it's you know in a different space, a different time, where I know how to regiment or to um, put it in a space mm-hmm. for that moment because of therapy. Yeah. So this is this has really been a huge, huge journey for both Taraji and I in dealing with this. And I'm really happy. These aren't even tears of, like, I'm sad about something.
0: And it's beautiful. Women, don't move that mic yet, because we'll I have a question it, yeah. for you, because you have asked me on your show, mm. what does being a strong black woman mean to me? But also, how has it affected me? Do you feel like that is something, that is a stigma that is hard for you to carry?
2: Absolutely. I say I'm tired every yeah. single day, multiple times. And it has meant nothing to me in the past. I would say I'm tired and I'm barreling through because yeah. that's what we know yeah. to do. You got to do this, fix that, mm-hmm. move this. Mm-hmm. But bu- bu- I'm running the foundation, which is a huge, huge, <gasps> massive undertaking because we've never needed as much as we do right now. The support and the help. Yeah. Um, raising a kid. Da da da. I have the same story as most black women. Yeah. But, you know, moving through it. Now I take those moments and I just say I'm tired and I do something about it. Yeah. I take my walk every morning. I meditate every single day, at least twice a day. I watch The Office and laugh my ass (laughs) off over and over and over again. So, strong black woman to me is meaning something different. It's meaning that I'm taking care of myself. I'm checking out on all y'all Negroes to go and do what I have to do for me. That's a strong black woman. Yes. So,
0: yeah I don't know you know under construction has been such a huge, huge blessing for me, and I look forward to not only hearing your responses but you know interviewing people every single week and giving affirmations to remind myself that I am worth it, I am enough, and I'm under construction. you know mental health awareness is super important to me because you know it's a time where we should all check in with each other, not even just with ourselves, you know checking in with yourself is so important but what about your neighbor? What about your strong friends? What about the single mother, cousin, or whoever that you have in your lives? You know, this is the time to ask those questions that you wouldn't normally ask. Are you OK? Do you need help? Do you need to talk to someone? How can I assist you? Those things. So I don't know. Mental health awareness is so important, especially this month, because I feel like it's 31 days that we have to set aside to check in on the people we don't check in on, including ourselves. How do you check in on yourself? That was a question that I asked Michelle Williams. I guess for me, you know, I had to be honest with myself. And it's always something that forces you to be honest with yourself, you know? I don't know, for me, it was, you know, that dark day last summer that forced me to check in with my life and be bold enough to get rid of the things that were no longer serving me. All of those things that were surrounding me was basically dead weight. You know, my job, my relationship wasn't working out. My friendships were sketchy. uh, My family life was not on a good, you know, path. I think checking in with yourself really just means being honest with yourself and start to face the things that you never wanted to face so you can be okay. So last week I spoke with my new friend, Devon Franklin. And, you know, I told him in the interview, well, I'm not even going to say interview. I'm going to say the amazing conversation that we had that a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to have these super honest, uncomfortable for some conversations. And, you know, I just sat back and thought about how far I've come and I wouldn't have been comfortable with it because I wasn't comfortable with my truth. And my truth is that I needed help. And my truth is that I couldn't figure it out on my own. And my truth is, is that there were some things about me that I really needed to change. And my truth was that it was me. (laughs) In most instances, it was me, you know, and it was me because, you know, I didn't know how to take accountability. You know, I would say, I'm sorry. It wasn't real because I didn't take accountability. And taking accountability for me was such a huge thing because taking accountability meant that You have to go into counseling. And you have to go and you have to sit there until you are fixed, (laughs) until you start to heal. I thought about how grateful I am because I stuck with it because it was hard. Most days was hard. Most days it was hard to face myself. Most days it was hard being alone. Most days it was hard because I felt like no one understood. No one could hear me. No one wanted to hear me. People were tired of hearing me because now it sounded more like a complaint because it was so many stories. I never told my story, but by the time I told my story, Or you had heard it 150,000 times somebody else's way, you know? And I'm just really, really grateful that I didn't give up on me. And I speak a lot about giving up on yourselves. But when it matters, when it matters, I need you to know that the only person that can show up for you is you. And be proud of that and celebrate that small win that when you didn't feel like going to counseling, that you showed up, that you went anyway. And guess what? When you got there, you showed up for yourself. And I don't know, in that conversation, I became really proud of myself because I showed up for myself and look where I am today. I have a story to tell, a new story to tell, not the old story. Well, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing about being a broken person, okay? Broken people like broken things. <laughs> and, when, and when somebody's not broken, you, you want to break them. <laughs> it's almost like birds of a feather flocks together. It's that. It really truly is. And it was hard for me to admit that I needed help because everybody around me needed help. <laughs> and the more I met new people... The more I met new broken people, you know, and when I met the new broken people, it took me a while to see that they were too broken and that we were all trauma buddies. You know, now I surround myself with people who are doing the work, (laughs) who are working on themselves or who are already there. You know what I'm saying? But before, when I wasn't doing the work, I couldn't recognize somebody always talking about God, always talking about, you know, Moving on a higher vibration, always talking about positivity, always speaking positivity over your life. No, I was used to, to the murmuring and complaining, friends, who woe it is me, and they did this to me, and somebody said, and the worst word is they. That is like the dead giveaway of a broken person. Oh, they said, and they said that this and they said that that. And if I do this, then they they, day that I can't stand a they. <laughs> I can't stand broke down they. You know, who is they? Somebody got to show me, somebody make a they Instagram. I'm gonna need to see that because they is the most broken human being that I have ever not met. <laughs> that we all know. And they is a spirit, a negative spirit. But I and me and we and us, and I can, I will. Are all positives and it's a positive spirit. Watch out and please pay attention to see who's speaking what. What are the words? That's how you know. I find the small things that make me happy. You know, watching my kid, like I have really been working on my son Logan. You know, he's the only child. He's been for seven years, he's been getting away with complete murder and sugar and. Not having a bad time and no structure and just, I've really been working my behind off on that. And I'm going to tell y'all what makes me happy. What makes me happy is looking at the work that I'm putting in and seeing for myself that it's working. Y'all, my son have a bad time. He never had a bad time. (laughs) God is good. You know, my son has discipline. He has structure. And guess what? We are happier now than when he was running around, running them up. So I don't know. For me, that's that's what defines my happiness is seeing my wins, seeing the work that I put in manifest to greater things. Well, there you have it, a full and honest account of how your girl Tay Tay is doing on this under construction journey. Now, if you're on a journey to healing like me, or maybe you're just interested in discovering more about what you like and things that you want to manifest in your life, I encourage you all to find an accountability partner to help you reach the desired outcome that you want for yourself. Yes, go get you somebody, okay? (laughs) Now, I believe once we accomplish one goal, we'll find a new goal to tackle. But the point is, Never stop progressing. There's always something that we can do to make ourselves better. All right. Well, everybody, that's our show for today. You want to hit me up with a question or comment about the show? You can email me at UCWithTamar at gmail.com. That's the letters UCWithTamar at gmail.com. Now, listen now. If no one else tells you, remember that I love you and I mean it because we're all under construction together. Under Construction is a production of MoSauce, a stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lovitz. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Music provided by Radio and Audio Everywhere Company.
1: More sauce.